So host family, we get paid a daily rate, 365 days a year. He gets five days day hab, and then he gets adaptive aids, like they paid for his glasses. He gets dental, he gets behavior therapy and speech. Whatever caregivers I use, then I pay them from the money that I get. Hey there, I'm Sandy Deppish, and this is the Embrace the Blessing podcast. Each week, I talk with a parent who has a child with a disability. They share their biggest challenge, their greatest joy, and their hopes and dreams for the future. You'll learn about resources available to you and discover helpful hints and tips. If you want to be inspired and encouraged, stick around. Let's walk the road less traveled together. Thank you so much for being here. I greatly appreciate your wisdom and your insight. The question I've been asking parents, because I've had people ask me, is about finding caregivers. But before we go there, let's have you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. I'm a mom. Um, I have three kids. Tyler is the middle. Eight years difference between Tyler and the oldest. Okay. And then 10 years difference between the youngest and the oldest. Wow. Uh, um, pretty big span there. Pretty big span. Yeah. Um, owned our own business for a while, for 20 something years. Mm-hmm. And I would work during the school year during, at the business and stay home during the holidays and summer. Nice. And um, I did a lot of stuff from home with it. Okay. Um the billing and and stuff like that. Right. And then, then Tyler got sick. And then that's when, well, my, my daughter took over probably when she turned 19, we made her go work at other places before she could work at our business. Okay. So she could under, so she could get the feeling that when we tell her to do something, we're not being mean. You know, <laughs> that was so smart. Yeah. So then when she, when she started working in the business, that's when I, step down. Okay. Uh, because so it was it was too much for me, Tiffany and Scott to all work together. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a lot of together. That's a lot of family. <laughs> yeah. A lot of family for our the employees to deal with. <laughs> so tell us what it's been like for you to try to find caregivers or support staff or attendants. Everybody has different names for it for Tyler. So I'm trying to think, I believe when we first got Texas Home Living, at the beginning of it, this is way pre-COVID, like he just turned 18. He's 20, going to be 26 this month. The parents could be the caregiver. So, and it was a very short window at that time. We actually, my husband was the caregiver. Then it stopped and you had to have someone that wasn't living in your home. At the time is when Next Step was just starting, which was, it's his Dayhab, which was a retired teacher from Deer Park. So he got Dayhab too. And what they would do is they would do events in like Baytown area and come pick him up. He'd do the event and then they'd come and drop him back off at home. Nice. During during summertime because he was still in school then. But they, they knew us. You know, she wasn't Tyler's teacher. 
Um, she was the high school teacher that was in the ARD when he was going to be entering high school. Okay. And and then she retired. So I always tease her. She knew Tyler was going to be coming into high school. So she had to check out, you know, uh, <laughs> but she knew our family and was, was very aware. And I knew her and, and so I felt comfortable doing that. Uh-huh. Then when we moved at the time, we only had two days a week. So she sent one of the workers, she did in-home care for other people. So she would take him to Vern Cox and stuff like that. And then Vern Cox actually hired my son for camp. He worked, I think, two years at, at summer camp. And they didn't like the caretaker. And they told my son some things that were going on. And would your mom approve of this? Because they didn't know us at this time. Okay. You know, it's not like now. Right. And they they know us very well. They know you well, yes. Otherwise, they probably called us up ourselves. So I called uh, the Dayhab and they said adios. And that's when we started using Tiffany. Tiffany, your daughter. Which is my daughter. Right. So wait, back Uh, up a second. I love that Vern Cox had your back, your son's back. Yes. You know, that's that I love that place anyway, but just that story is a true reflection of the hearts of all the people that work there. They're amazing. And I loved that the day have backed us up too. Exactly. Right. No ifs, ands, or buts. If Vern Cox says it's, yeah, yeah. you know, amazing. So I I loved that. Mm -hmm. And then, so Tiffany started doing it and then the day have would send us back up for like date night, or if we wanted to do something with the whole family, but that was going to be over too much for Tyler. So we had people from the day hab that would watch it. They were familiar with him too, then if they were yes. at the day hab. Okay. Cause my question was going to be, well, then they would all have to be trained to know what he needed and how they could support him. Right. But I guess they were since they were in the day hab. Right. And I think before I decided on Tiffany, I hired someone on care.com. And then the day have ran the background check. I interviewed, I trained all of this and seemed like it was going to be a good fit. And she flipped the switch. It was kind of crazy. It was only two or three days in to her watching. And she wasn't crazy with Tyler. She was crazy with me and the day have. And we're just like, no got to go. So that's when I said, okay, Tiffany. So Tiffany did it for many years and they sent us people from the day have for date nights when we would go out in the evening. Cause Tiffany has her own kids. She has a, a eight year old and 11 year old. And okay. then I started working and also COVID I was working and he was still at the time we still had Texas home living. So he was going day have two days a week. Tiffany would having three days and I would, I was getting off at about the time she would pick her, her, her girls. So we would meet after she picked up the girls and I would get Tyler. So she had him about eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. And then I would have him on the weekends. Then we got HCS. Before we got HCS, I went to work at the UPS store. So my hours were going to be different. So we got another person from the day hab. Okay. He would get her from Tiffany after Tiffany had to pick up the girls. And then he would pick him up to the day hab and bring him to our house and do things with him in the house. 
And then I worked on Saturdays at the UPS store and he would have him on Saturdays. So it's a lot of juggling. It was a lot of juggling. Yeah. Um, And he was really nice and great. He had a great personality and we tried us and the day had really tried to work with him a lot, but Mm -hmm. he just had poor time management skills and he was always late. And it's, it's different than when you're going when you're going on a date and someone being late than when you're going to work. Right. Yeah. I can't have you know? that. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't have that. I think I've had better luck getting people with a day hab, like the two favorite people. Mm-hmm. If they're any good, they go on. Right. They grow up, they're mm-hmm. in college, they go on. And the good ones that we love, which I'm still in contact with on their Facebook page, they text me. I text them. One's a school teacher and one's going to school to be a PA. So, I mean, the good ones move on, you know, and the one that's a school teacher is in special ed. She's a special ed teacher in the high school. So the ones that are good, you know, they, they move on. Yeah. And then you have to find replacements. Yeah. And then you have to find replacements. Mm -hmm. And, And the thing is right now with COVID and the economy and everything like that, everywhere is having a hard time keeping employees, right? No matter if they're caregivers or not. Mm -hmm. And what the state pays caregivers, you can't compete with Chick-fil-A. McDonald's, anybody. Yes, you can't. You can't. They really have to have a heart in it. Mm -hmm. You know, like wanting the experience, wanting to go into this field somehow, you know, stuff, stuff like that for them to stick with it. That's why probably you've had such good success with people who came from the Dayhab because they have a heart for it anyway. That's why they are working there. Right. You know, and that makes all the difference. And they're real good about finding me people. So you were starting to say then you got HCS. That's a game changer. And we had decided we could have left it the way it was Mm -hmm. where where we had caretakers. But my daughter had custody of her niece unexpectedly. She got her in August. We got HCS in December. And she was swapping with her sister-in-law that's a single mom. So she could work with Tyler. You know, so I could just see both my daughter and her sister-in-law kind of starting to drown. Mm-hmm. My daughter would have never, ever said that she couldn't do Tyler full-time. She would have never, ever said it. Aww. So that's when I decided to be the host family. Okay. Explain host family. So host family, we get paid a daily rate, 365 days a year. He gets five days day hab, and then he gets adaptive aids, like they paid for his glasses. He gets dental, he gets behavior therapy and speech. Whatever caregivers I use, then I pay them from the money that I get. Okay. So and they actually kind of prefer it. Really? Why is that? Yeah. Because they don't have to do the timesheets. You know what? They can just come in and work with him and do what needs to be done. Wow. Okay. I, that that never, yeah. I guess I didn't click to that. The, yeah. Because they don't it's, have to do the paperwork. It's not know. just the timesheets. It's electronic verification now. 
EVV. Right. So they have to, you know, log in from their phone, log out. There's lots of issues with that system. And then we thought that was going to replace the timesheets. Oh, no, no, that's no, 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 no. That's in addition. addition. Let's just throw that in for the fun of it. Yeah. yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah, interesting. Wow. Okay. So I have a lot of questions now. So when you're paying them, are they, and not to get too personal, you don't have to give me figures, is the rate that you're able to give them the same as what they were getting before? Is it better? Is it less? It's like $2 less an hour. It's a wage that they're happy with. Yes. And then you get to decide when you need a break. Yes. I'm going to have some people come in. They're going to work these few shifts, whatever. And that's kind of nice. Yeah. Wow. Well, so let's back up though for a minute to when you were not the host home and when you were having staff come in. What did you do when you needed backup if somebody was sick and not able to work or needed the day off for their own doctor's appointments or whatever? How did you have backup? I know you said the day hub would send people sometimes, right? I really honestly never had that issue. Mm-hmm. Tiffany is really, really healthy. And if we could pick the, the days of the week, he wanted to go to the day hab, it didn't have to be the same two days right. each week. It didn't have to be the same days. If she needed to make a doctor's appointment, that's the day he went to day hab. Okay. You know, okay. That, that's how we did it. Right. Um, and, and not necessarily did he go two days every week, mm-hmm. you know, because she would look at Vern, because she took him to Vern Cox. Mm-hmm. So she would look at Vern Cox's schedule. She, they didn't stay there like all day. She would pick and choose the activities that he liked. Then they'd go to lunch. They might go to Target. You know, he'd go with her to the grocery store, things like that. But he was right. out in the community. It was very rarely at our in our home. Usually right. just they would come in to go to the bathroom, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> our, our house was this pit spot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I get you know, it. And it, it was nice because her husband worked shift work. So they would just go to lunch with her husband when he was off. And, you know, yeah, was, he was getting to spend time with family and see, seeing, you know, Charles. And so it worked out really well. Yeah. So now that you have both experiences to compare, what do you think? prefer? I mean, it's an individual preference, obviously the host home or the way it was before where you had just attendant care. There are benefits to both. Now, mind you, the day had was closed during COVID, you know, right. And then we didn't even, when they did open, send them back for a long time. And then Bert Cox was doing like things out in the parking lot. Remember? Yes. So what I have seen is Tyler's doing better now that he's going to the day have five days a week. Okay. Where it's more consistent. It's not like, well, what are we going to do today? We're we going to Vern Cox or we're we going to the day have, or we're we going to go to Target or, you know what I mean? It's more consistent because we were really having during COVID to come up with things to do. You know, they would go to lunch on off hours at a restaurant now that he's in Dayhab five days a week, I was emailing the speech therapist at the Dayhab right before I got on here. And she was saying how well he is doing is he's improved so much. And they've gotten another lady in doing speech and they've just hit it off that they work really well together. Aww. And she just 
wanted to get the names of the family members and the pets and everything to make sure that she's understanding what he's saying. His problem was he'd either leave off the beginning of a word or the end of the word. And she says he's doing a lot better getting those end parts of the words. And and the day habits told me they've got like little work boxes for them to do, manipulatives. They said he comes in and puts his bags up and goes right to get his little box and goes and does it. They don't have to tell him anything. They're just sitting there like, they say it was just like the light bulb, you know? Yeah. And he's working on his own without being prompted. And when he got finished with it, he could put it up and get another one. They're just like all staring at him like, who's this kid, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so great. So it's obviously a really good situation for him. He's 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 thriving. He's doing really, really well. Yeah, that's fantastic. So yeah, I think that's the key too that we need to share with people is there are so many different ways to look at this that you need to try different options and find the one that works really best. Because you might think in your mind, oh, we will never do this. This is the way it's going to work. And then after a while, realize that that might not be the best situation. You know, you have to try different things. And I I think the great thing about HCS, if I'm correct, you can change your mind. You can try something and then say, oh, that didn't work so well. Let me try something else. Right. That's what Tracy said. She goes, if this doesn't work for you, you know, when we did it, she goes, we can switch back and go back to the way it was. And Tiffany can be the full-time caregiver. We can change it anytime. It doesn't have, she goes, if in a month, in a year, in five years, you know, she goes, we can change it. Just whatever his needs are. Right. And that's great. His needs. Yeah. That's great because their needs change just like ours do, you know? So I think that's a really important piece to remind parents who are getting the HTS waiver. I'm not sure about the other waivers, how they all work, but yeah, that's really great. Oh, I'm so glad you shared that. Thank you so much. That's, that's stuff I didn't even know. Um, and I like to think I know a lot about the waivers, <laughs> but I really don't. <laughs> Heather's the girl. She's the one that keeps right? me on top of all that. Well, yeah. I, when, before we made the decision, I'm texting her. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, do it. Okay. He came up on HCS. Do I get, do I want to sex? Yes. You want to accept it. Yes. You oh, know? absolutely. Yes. Well, yes. Well, okay. You know. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, Jerry. I greatly appreciate you sharing that information. I'm sure that's going to be a big help to a lot of people. I honestly didn't think that I would ever put him in dayhab five days a week. Uh-huh. I just didn't think I would do it. And I'm so glad I did because he's thriving. Okay. So wait, I'm going to ask you why, why did you think you would never do that? Just personal preference? His personal preference, I really like Vern Conks, mm-hmm. but because he's so involved and with his diagnosis, he has to have a caregiver to take right. him there. Right. It's um, not like a drop off where he's going to be independent, hanging out there. So like some of the guys do. Yeah. Right. Right. He has to have a caregiver. Right. But he was having problems with transitioning to different events. Like if something was over, then he thought mm-hmm. he had to leave. And wouldn't go to the next event, even if it was like back to back. If they had like a bathroom break, water right. break, and then they were going to do something else. No, it's time to go. Let's go. Done. He's done. You He's know? looking for that transition. Okay, there's a transition. Yes. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here. Let's go to Starbucks. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Wow. All right. And they use that at the day have. They use that. Remember, you're not going to get Starbucks. You don't be good. And that's a testament to him how far he's come 
that he they can use that, but he doesn't get his reward for six hours because he doesn't get it to a pick him up. Right. And to me, you see, he yes. it's not hurting him weight wise to right. get a mocha every day. No, no not um, at all. And yeah. for two dollars and fifteen cents at McDonald's, so worth it. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. He has come a long way because six hours would have never happened a couple years ago. He thought every time we went somewhere, if we went to Target, then we went to another store. He thought he was supposed to get one after each one, you know, (laughs) like, no, it's not how it works. (laughs) But he's still a little con artist. He's still, if he gets a McDonald's, then he'll go, how about Starbucks? (laughs) (laughs) He hasn't got Starbucks yet. (laughs) <laughs> he's very That's, manipulative yeah <laughs> he's so darn cute he can get away with it <laughs> yep oh, it that's, works a lot of the times that's so great it doesn't matter if you put an ad in the paper or facebook or care.com or if you have access to a day hub or whatever the pool is really the same people you may have to let someone go that was at the day hub and you may have to let someone go that you hired you know what I mean? It's personalities sometimes aren't a good fit. Exactly. I shared this with someone else recently. I think our kids are the best barometer for who's a good fit for them. Josiah yes. has let us know very clearly when he enjoys being around somebody and when he doesn't enjoy being around certain people. And that's what I interview too, is I'll let them know this may not work and it has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. So don't take it personal. We have to have somebody that he's comfortable with, I'm comfortable with, you know, because if Mm -hmm. I see any little signs that he's not comfortable, then I'm not going to keep going. Exactly. Something that was recommended to us, and we've used this for many years now, is when we have been through the interview process, a couple different interviews with somebody, and we're thinking of bringing them on board. I sit down with them and I say, listen, we're going to have a two-week trial period. That's what I do. It's not a personal thing. At the end of two weeks, we're going to have open communication And if you're thinking this is working for you, great. And if we're thinking on our end that Josiah is happy and it's working for us, great. But if not, no hard feelings. It was a trial. This might be more than you envisioned, or it might be more than you want to take on. So maybe this isn't going to be the best fit for you. And and maybe Josiah is not as happy as we'd like him to be either. So yeah, those are good conversations to have up front and let people know. You got to try it out. You don't want somebody miserable to be taking care of your kids. No, no. You know, no. so it's hard enough for us us to do it when we're in a good mood right. every day. Right. You know? yeah. Much less someone that's not related and love them with all your heart. You know? Exactly. And that's with all of our kids. Yes. But yeah. are not. You know? oh, that's so true. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate all your guidance and wisdom. Here are the takeaways from today's show. Number one. As a host family with an HCS waiver, we get paid a daily rate 365 days a year. He gets five days of dayhab and adaptive aids like his glasses, dental, behavior therapy, and speech. Whatever caregivers I use, then I pay them from the money that I get. Two, there are so many different ways to look at this. You need to try different options and find the one that really works best for you. Three, I honestly didn't think that I would ever put him in a dayhab five days a week. I just didn't think I would do it. And I'm so glad I did because he's thriving. Four, it doesn't matter if you put an ad in the paper or on Facebook or care.com or if you have access to a dayhab. The pool is really all the same people. Five, 
Our kids are the best barometer for who's a good fit for them. Six, that's how I interview too. I let them know this may not work and it has nothing to do with you, so don't take it personal. Seven, we have to have somebody that he's comfortable with and I'm comfortable with. If I see any little sign that he's not comfortable, I'm not going to keep going. Eight, after you've interviewed somebody and are thinking of bringing them on board, give them a two-week trial period. Tell them it's not a personal thing. At the end of two weeks, we're going to have open communication. If it's working for both parties, great. If not, no hard feelings. Those are good conversations to have up front and let people know. Nine, a trial period is important. You don't want somebody miserable to be taking care of your kid. Thanks for listening to the Embrace the Blessing podcast. Visit embracetheblessing.com slash podcast for show notes and links to any resources mentioned. If this has been beneficial to you, please share it with a friend or post it on your social media pages. Join me next Wednesday for more inspiring stories from people just like you.